Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Have the communist vegans at the BBC destroyed your faith in humanity? Are you worried that watching too much football has made you racist? Why not take your mind off of society's ills by getting some culture? The Football Ramble have teamed up with audible.co.uk to bring you an audiobook of your choice for free. Sign up for a free one-month trial with no obligation to continue and claim your audiobook now by visiting audible.co.uk slash footballramble. Sexy in a way. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, can't you smell the pheromones? It's the football ramble, and I'm Marcus, and I've got Jim with me. Hello. Pete. Luke's dead. And Luke's back. Luke's dead. From the dead. All right. Oh, it's good <laughs> to have you with us. Thank you very much. As we know, three's company, but four's a ramble. It is. Oh, four's a ramble, although three was a bloody good ramble last week. So you better slot in, pal. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it was a front three, now it's a front four. Right, the Premier League has struck a deal to show their matches on planes and boats. On Any boat? Well, particular airlines okay, and particular right. uh, mm-hmm. cruise liners. Uh, but if you could watch a Premier League match anywhere in the world, where would you choose? And which game would it be, Jim? I um, travel around quite a lot um, doing what I do. So I quite <laughs> often think about what it would be like if I had a jetpack. Right. Um, so if I could watch a game anywhere, I'd just be sort of hovering above it, just sort of kind of involved in the game, but not enough that the, I'd ever sort of, you know, influence it. Just sort of hovering above the games, co- kind of getting involved, seeing it from the players' fo- point of view if they were having out-of-body experiences. It's quite a nice <laughs> yeah, 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 I like that. So you've you've thrown me. It's with just your like creativity. Buy, it's just like buying a ticket for a seat, but really high up. Yeah, and yeah. You, you probably wouldn't need a ticket. No, you definitely wouldn't. They it? wouldn't be able to stop you. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to stop you. No, 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 no one ever can stop you. Although him. I don't think you're allowed to fly over London in a single-engined uh, plane. That's why, why do you know that? It's terrifying that you've looked into that. Because <laughs> no, my friend's a pilot, and he told me I'm pretty sure that if you you can only fly over Air London in a single-engined plane in emergencies, and even then mm. you're instructed to follow the Thames. Yeah, but no one's going to stop you. Yeah. Jim, right? exactly. is it, they are real things, aren't they? Jetpacks. Yeah. Matt Bellamy from Muse has got one, which <laughs> shows how wrong the world is. They had them in uh, that. I think someone entered the opening ceremony of Los Angeles Olympics in. On a jetpack. Right? We've gone backwards since then, or anything? Yeah. I would. I, I would. Um, the water now. The water pressure ones. They look pretty fancy. Well, I'd imagine one of those fan ones. You remember in the Simpsons? When yeah, yeah. I would oh, see I on one of them. That, well, that hasn't got an engine, so maybe I'd use that. Exactly. Then I that, be that's like flouting any laws. Yeah, you can't even drive anyway. Exactly. There's I can barely walk. There's the loophole <laughs> that yeah. we've been searching for. Uh, Pete. Um, I sort of misheard what you said earlier on, and I had the words Rob Green and um, remote control in my head. So that's not helpful at the moment, but what I'm going to go for is, uh, you know, Felix Baumgartner's uh, big old capsule floating above her. Yeah. I'd have that. I'd watch, like, a, a really crappy, like, I don't know, Stoke City or whatever, like, a, a, not yeah. a very good match. And then I could probably, I could do, like, the biggest football flounce by going, oh, I'm not watching this anymore, and just jump. <laughs> oh, I see. And it, would be, it would be the ultimate sort of, like, oh, Oh, sod this <laughs> sod the Premier League and then so, you just jump out the window so they're quite sort of airborne answers yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I think though if you came up to Earth did your press conference a la Baumgartner and, and when they <laughs> asked you the question of what you did up there and you said watch Stoke City away <laughs> it, it wouldn't be as sort of um, you know as, 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 you know, as, as inspiring Poignant. or poignant or, or you right. could land on Stoke and I go stop it, this <laughs> <laughs> that would be, yeah. no but they're away yeah, you could land at Stoke. Oh, you, uh, for a home game, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I like, well, that's not the major problem with this. Isn't no, no. <laughs> I think in a way, I don't think I'd get sponsorship for <laughs> it. Although, if you had jumped all the way from up there, got the wrong stadium, you would be annoyed. <laughs> I think if you did that, uh, it, it would, would be ruin cons- his achievement. <laughs> it would, yeah. it would be considered yeah. a failure. Yeah, it would. yeah, and rightly so. <laughs> in summary, uh, Rob Green, television remote control. You, you, round this Rob Green's worse. house would have been better. Yeah, yeah. round in, Rob anything. Green's house. All right, round Rob Green's house. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Lucals. Um, I thought I'd go for watching a Chelsea game, any Chelsea game, any Chelsea on Abramovich's yacht with Abramovich. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. saying, uh, you happy with what you've done there? You like, <laughs> you like that? You could, it'd be good. You could get like a sort of plastic dart gun and just fire it at the TV and go get rid of him yeah, yeah, yeah get rid of him yeah. blame this guy yeah. you can also ban that fan I get, get one of those things you had at junior school you had this sort of back and forward little paper things on your fingers oh, yeah. to decide mm. which your next girlfriend was going to be and I'd put the names of Chelsea players on it and get them to choose them and if he mm. picked one they'd have to be immediately killed it, yeah. would, it would be impossible because every like five minutes during the game he'd like remove his plasma telly and get a new one in yeah. a bigger one yeah. Yeah. are you not also in danger of James Bond turning up and just like shooting you as a henchman I think it's mo- <laughs> far more likely that Avram Grant would turn up <laughs> Yeah. And you'd like to meet Uncle Avi, wouldn't you? Again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although he might not be alone. Last time I saw him was coming out of that brothel. <laughs> allegedly. And his full no, not even allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Luke was definitely there. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was definitely Luke the working. Yeah. <laughs> In a full ports retraction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super. Uh, I'd probably go around Richard Scudamore's house, or, yeah. or the home of the Premier League, yeah. as I like to. He'd have every game on every screen. Yeah. Like, choose which one you want, mate. And all the player cams. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's nothing yeah. that wouldn't get past. Is, is isn't that, isn't that in uh, the new home of um, the Match of the Day and indeed the uh, Premier League um, commentary well, in, in Manchester? Now. No, in Manchester, oh, okay. where it's on the ground floor, so like the the, no, the local uh, chavs just turn up and like look through the window and watch the matches that. live. Ah, so it's almost like a, a, a market equivalent of just watching it through Dixon's, through Dixon's window. window. Yeah, 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 you can sit watch any Barclays Premier League match. I watched, I watched the whole of the was it the 1991 Scottish Cup final through in, a window. Uh, no, 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 window. No, 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 it was in through a long in, lens. To be fair, it was in the shop, <laughs> <laughs> and the bastard went to extra time as well. <laughs> it was magnificent. Four three. Yeah. Did you have to yeah. hide Mother, behind time Motherwell beat Dundee Ooh, United four three. It was a brilliant game. Did you, did you turn around and go you are not closing up now <laughs> did you start going over like CD players like, oh great action play Alan Patton yeah, 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 like, yeah, like yeah. the action not this telly can I have a look at the other one next to it <laughs> excuse, excuse me sir um, we're about to close up now this is the well You're, this is the well <laughs> exactly yeah. that's Darren Jackson up yeah. for Dundee United yeah. I'll tell you when you're closing up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear, oh, who won the points uh, oh, Jim's idea oh. sort of rocket pack or whatever the hell you said excellent so old <laughs> rocket man what, what 50s you, you man and, you and your rocket packs <laughs> <laughs> you and your crazy ideas uh, well let's go to the Premier League itself <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. And it was uh, West Ham United 3, Chelsea 1. Rafa Benitez is not having the best of starts, is he, Jim? No, he really, really isn't, is he? Um, He's having the worst of starts, it, it, I yeah. might, if I may venture. Well, they've only scored one goal, haven't they? I mean, it's, it <laughs> what a goal almost it was. couldn't be worse um, <laughs> for Chelsea at the moment. It's absolutely ridiculous, but I, I don't think the fans' reaction to Benitez is helping, obviously. It's just put so much pressure on the team and, and on, on the manager. And Do you think he needs a helping hand? I think he does need a helping hand, yeah, by some made-up tabloid rumour <laughs> <laughs> that somehow won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It is a bit lazy, isn't it? Obviously, Avram Grant was linked apparently, but there wasn't a quote in sight. <laughs> and uh, but the only quote was um, from uh, a Chelsea spokesman who said there is no truth in reports that Avram Grant will be returning to the club. Immediately lending credence <laughs> to the claims, which yeah. have just been ignored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, you know, it's, that quote has still been in things claiming it's going to happen, though. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, uh, it's like going home to your girlfriend. What have you been up to? Not sleeping with another girl. She's gonna. The alarm bells are gonna start ringing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, like, just say nothing. Right, no, like, on, on the back, of, like I think it was the sun um, this after, uh, this morning was just kind of like, oh, he's got no idea. He's useless. Blah, blah blah. And I'm thinking, how many times has you know Benitez been linked with the job for the past like two years? It's been ridiculous. Like mm. he sells newspapers, but then when he's in, the, in an actual <laughs> that job, they can talk about. When he's actually in a job, where they actually talk about him, they want him out. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah it's it's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> I think he seems like win. a nice chap. Well, uh, beneath uh, it, and I think he's a good manager. I, I think he's a good manager. I'm not. I'm not. Um, s- makes two of us. I'm not necessarily saying he's a good fit for Chelsea because I think he's. It's strange because he said. I mean, the Inter job was the wrong job for him, and then since then he's really said he wants a project. He wants, mm. and this isn't a project. No, he's already no. been told he's not going to be there well, for very long, and what, he can't do anything. Well, what Benitez has also has said but prior to this appointment was that he was waiting for a, a manager to op- uh, an opportunity to manage at an elite level, and it's not really come a- come along. I mean, you've got. To take that gamble I suppose you know you've got to back yourself um, you know if you, if you want to succeed at the very top of your profession but I think you know if this goes continues to go as badly uh, as it's going like but he's going to have to accept that he's going to have to sort of rebuild his reputation you know that's mm. not many managers would do that you know just you know 
do very very badly at a club as big as Inter and just go no no I'm only, I'm only taking a top level job yeah he's taken a bit of a gamble there taking a couple of years out so but I think I think that the problem with this, with this job at Inter was that he came at such a such a, a point post Mourinho where everything was, mm. was had, had reached its very peak and the only yeah. way was down and, he, and yeah. it obviously he Any, anybody up. would have struggled after Mourinho I, though I think so yeah and, and which is why I mean Jim in a way you're sort of echoing my point which is I don't understand why he took the job I mean he, he knows it's a short term thing mm. he knows the only way to go is down he's taken over another set of European champions who aren't uh, as good this season yeah. for, for a number of different reasons but maybe but as Jim says maybe he thought I th- you know maybe he's been watching Chelsea and thought I can improve that mm. there uh, obviously the Torres link is, is, has been well talked about but um, I mean he he seems to well he lives in England he seems to like England and want to manage here the job like Chelsea comes up let's say like six months and he probably thinks I can't really lose can I if it goes badly oh well, mm. well um, it's a shop window for him isn't it but in you said he, if he does go wrong he's going to have to rebuild his reputation well, so do will, you not yeah. agree with that much well, how many times have we seen managers you know, fail and then and then suddenly go on to something. But you'd, you'd expect him to start a little bit more brightly than he has. I think that's the that's the issue. Well, there, he's he's, he's come up with yeah, a couple well, of different uh, theories as to why. I mean, the two the two theory, main theories I've seen as to why Chelsea are underperforming are lack of confidence and Benitez has suggested a lack of fitness at the club as well, mm. which both seem strange to me. I mean, if you look at the West Ham game, Chelsea were um, you could see where the confidence argument comes from because West Ham were poor in the first half and Chelsea should have gone beyond. You know, beyond out of sight, really, and should have, should have yeah. sealed the game. They didn't do that, and then West Ham rallied quite well. Um, so it shows that Chelsea are quite fragile. You know, I, I do have quite fragile confidence, but if you look at the, the spine of the team traditionally over the, the, the few years, it's been like, strong. It's been Drogba, Lampard, Terry, and <coughs> Czech. That's right, yeah. And, and all three of those outfield players, I mean, Lampard and Terry have been in and out for injury and other, other things. But not really. Lampard's Drogba's played gone. a lot of. Uh, oh, sorry, I, I thought you were talking about in the, in the past no, few I mean, seasons. No, I mean mm-hmm. this season. Right, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. this is part of the issue, isn't it? They're, they're, a, they're a new team, even by sort of, you know, the, the Chelsea sort of um, um, set up standard. They're still getting to know. Each other as a team, mm. like regardless of who the manager is, and Benitez has to come in, not knowing any of them. It's all gonna, it's gonna be a model for a bit, isn't it? I mean, a nil-nil draw against City isn't as bad as made out. They're the champions, but, yeah. You know, yeah, obviously yeah. subsequent results have been, have been poor, but you know, it's you can't really judge Benitez on this yet. Clearly, there needs to be a team-building event of sorts. Yeah, I suggest maybe that's some other. sort of football match. Uh, yeah. 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 Away, away from the cameras yeah. Away this from is, the Premier League We're not playing this weekend It's a team building exercise <laughs> To see how much we like each or other Or training as we like to call it <laughs> <laughs> Just do some training lads yeah. It will be good yeah. Did we have the chance of a game behind closed doors Because of that John Terry thing We'll have that We'll do that What's that John Obi Can you see what John Terry think No you can't see what John Terry think I'm telling you what to do <laughs> <laughs> um, at West Ham um, It wasn't a team building event But they all went out Didn't they um, In their strange white suit a strange white a few months ago Andy Carroll um, I gouged a cameraman allegedly uh, yeah. not a cameraman a, a photographer yeah. paparazzi a poor innocent paparazzi who's so upset by it yeah, oh, yeah I read that just story just doing his yeah. leech like job yeah I read that story he <laughs> saw the picture of the cameraman and ended up siding with Andy Carroll <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's one of those proper <laughs> tabloids look like? sort of looking sad horrible down the bloke. camera <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I don't know him you know, he may well be a loving family man but he, he had a horrible piggy eyes mm. uh, well now he does <laughs> <laughs> no that, oh, that's unfair he had uh, horrible piggy eyes that's a bit like a bit of a you know a poor Example of a human, hmm. and it wasn't just describing Diego Maradona there. Really. <laughs> oh, sorry, it was the other weekend. Yeah, yeah. forgive me. I, ju- I thought it, the the, um, the months must have been a bit warmer to wear white suits. No, with no. Andy you Carroll, you've got to go by autumn wear, Jim. It's not anywhere. With Andy Carroll, players like Andy Carroll, you've got to like, go on court dates. You go, oh, this was that ages ago. If he's in court for it, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's very yeah. true. Yeah. That's very you true, shouldn't wear a white suit unless you are A. an ice cream salesman or B. a mem- man from Del Monte a member of the Liverpool 1996 etc if you're dead maybe member yeah. of the polyphonic spree yeah that's another one yeah. that's more of a sort of you know Smog. Kind of, yeah, smog. Yeah. But did you see Gary Neville's analysis of Fernando Torres on Monday Night Football? Yeah, very good. Quite interesting. Very interesting. He's, he's, he's going to have to reinvent himself, and there's lots of parts of his game he could be doing better, like holding the ball up and stuff like that. But, but he also really says, get the impression with Torres he just doesn't want to do that. Well, no, but, you, yeah. but he also so. pointed out a lot that um, that his teammates aren't really passing him the ball that much. And uh, Torres is making the runs, and they're not using him. And then Torres, you can see his body language, he gets a bit fed up, and mm. all doesn't seem too harmonious there. But do you think he just needs a move then, do you? I honestly don't know with Torres. I mean, he, he seems to be, a, you know, he's got a good club where you imagine he would get chances. Although, have have they stopped passing the ball to him because he's fluffed a few 
you know, is it the chicken or the egg, Peter? Is yeah. what I'm saying there. Well, I play up front quite a lot for my Sunday league, and I yeah. can uh, say that I don't get a lot of passes. And you scored a great goal, I, didn't you? <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't mention this last week. No, because, because it has not nothing to do with any of. Well, well I looked through, I looked through pe- Premier League, La Liga. I didn't know where to put it in. Twenty-five yard volley into the top corner, Pete Donaldson. Thank you very much. No, Torres, Pete's door's always open. Soccer school. If you want the if you want the advice on how to be a degenerate northeasterner. Oh, I'm yeah. only joking. Oh, Come off. on, you were at least I turned up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the obvious rumour that's going to happen in January is Falcao Torres swap deal, right? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. It would be. Yeah. His last moves kind of priced him out of any other move, though. It seems but, like, it's a the, lot of money spunk on one. Is it not get to the point where Chelsea just have to take a loss on him? Well, they're well, never going to get a profit on him, are they? They're never going to shovels, isn't it? So, yeah, they're not going to get near 50 million. But they, they either let him run his contract out or they try and sell him. I mean, yeah. you know, there's, no, there's no way he can stay long term, I don't think, because he's not performing at that level. Well, how much, I mean, Falcao, they would probably. Um, Put, they would probably put something ridiculous like 60 million on his yeah. head they'd want money on him yes oh, you know, they'd want they'd big want money I mean they, I reckon they'd probably want 25 million plus if not, more. Yeah. Yeah. if not more um, interesting I read a nice fact about um, the we want our Chelsea back chart at Stamford Bridge uh, I forget who wrote it I did try and find it but I couldn't um, basically Roman Abramovich has put one bi- <laughs> <laughs> Roman Abramovich has put roughly one billion pounds into Chelsea so if every member of the crowd at Stamford Bridge did in fact want their Chelsea back they need to stump up about 23,900 Hundred pounds each, so uh, get your hands in your pockets. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of extra fares you've got to be running. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but what about West Ham United? Let's not take anything away. Well, from in the them. second half they were magnificent. They really mm. were. They worked ever so hard. One as well. of my favourite sights in football is when West Ham are absolutely bossing it at home and the bubbles come out. <laughs> this is brilliant. It's quite good, isn't it? The army had a great game. Yeah, he? he's he been really superb. He's, that was a great sight. I think I think Ardice has gotten well drilled. They know. I mean, in a way, they were the polar opposite of Chelsea. They knew exactly what roles they were performing. They knew what style they were playing. They knew that they did certain things mm. and they hassled Chelsea in a certain way they would get a positive result mm. and and like I say the first half they were poor but in the second half they are absolutely superb they are all over the place yeah, they, really they seem to well, just clicking in now West Ham mm, really haven't mm. they well it's just, they're the perfect side to exploit anyone with any sort of fragility in the way that Chelsea have you know because they're just so robust you know, they, 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 they've they, got players that know their positions nice. I think that's the, the difference in yeah. a lot of teams and then you've got like kind of sort of midfielders draw kind of false nine kind of guys like uh, you know Kevin Nolan playing that sort of weird yeah, role yeah, yeah, he yeah. can mm. just score from wherever he's <laughs> it's kind of like it's weird yeah, I think before the game Allardyce would just probably say to Kevin Nolan be effective <laughs> yeah. I, you know? I, I think Allardyce was like get at them they're under the oh pack, I think so yeah, yeah. And Allardyce hates Benitez as well doesn't he so mm, he's yeah. probably Kevin, Kevin Nolan's one of those players where um you know he's not particularly pacey. He's not particularly skillful. Doesn't doesn't you know he's not so a dribbler. Your what he does. Yeah, he it? knows how to finish. I think that's yeah. The, he's just the right place, right He's a quick football brain. Yeah, exactly. His decision making. Yes, is super. His positioning is excellent. Yeah, because well. you think of his shooting. I mean, his heading's okay. Well, you wouldn't say it was particularly exceptional, but it is that decision making. I don't know. He's a good header of, header of the ball. Yeah, strong. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe I'm a bit. I think harsh. Matt Jarvis has been very good signing for West Ham as well. Uh, there you go. Elsewhere in London, Arsenal. Lost at home to Swansea 2 0, meet you um, mm. with a brace. Oh, Jim. Yeah, it was poor, really, really yeah. poor. I mean, the worst performance at home I can remember. And it's noticeable empty seats everywhere as well. It's not, not happy times uh, um, at Arsenal at the moment. Wenger's saying that the players are tired, and um, that, that's a worry coming into. You know what is the busiest period of the season, but it's because the squad's not deep enough. You know he's having to play the same players over and over again. Like Mikel Arteta is, is, you know, he's thirty, thirty-one, mm. playing just playing every week. It's, it's. I mean, what particularly kind of. I found annoying was for the second goal um, Thomas Rosicki bombing down the pitch to get to meet yeah. you and then just sort of slacking off he let I him shoot because he's had an injury he's sort of a bit kind of cautious or whatnot. but it's just just no rhythm no sort of you know kind of connection between the players at the moment it's, yeah. just, it's poor I thought Chesney was a bit poor for the goals to be honest I thought in the first he goal he had a great game up to then yeah. he went down really early for the first goal and the second goal he left his near post about three feet open I thought mm. that was a bit, a bit silly really it's almost like he gave up mm. it, just, it just seems to Arsenal every season you think right They've gelled a bit more. They've got a couple of new faces, and every season they just in November they fall apart. Yeah, and, and they then just have get to make up the ground. Just get a little bit worse and a little bit worse. And, and you, is this the season they finally don't this make is, the Champions this League? Is their worst start under Wenger. So. I tell you why else it's a little bit worrying for Wenger is because in the past people have always said around this sort of time of the season when it happens, as you just touched on, oh, he, he needs to put his hand in his pocket in January. He needs mm. to sign. And, he, and this time he has signed players. He has spent money. Mm. He spent yeah. decent money on quite a few players. 
You know, mm. I mean, the players like Casola cost money. I know he's done well. Jovino cost money. Podolski cost money. Giroud cost money. All these players um, are reasonably experienced and you know reasonably mm. good wages. And, yeah, and there's no fee. sort of youth excuse anymore. No. So I don't know what's going to happen, really. Mm. See, Arsenal fans have been singing we want our Arsenal back as well. And if you, if you couple that in with Man United fans also being very annoyed, you wonder if, if we're going to reach a, sort of a tipping point in, in mm. terms of fan involvement in clubs because, it's, because they're getting so annoyed. It's, mm. it's most teams now, it seems like, have some sort of foreign, foreign owners. And it's, um, it is certainly... But when it's clubs like way. Chelsea, Arsenal and Manchester United, you know, get on the EU crybaby mountain. It's just like... It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good oh, boo-hoo. We're like, you know, we're top four almost every yeah. season. Yeah, Whereas true. Swansea, fan-owned <laughs> club. Yeah, but oh, I think it depends what you've got to talk about how good they were. Yeah, well. yeah. yeah they, they were absolutely super. Meet you again. their own game. Yeah. Meet you's like, what, two million? Yeah. That's unbelievable. Mm. What a player he is. Yeah. Mm. Okay. We saw him score goals last season in Spain, didn't we? we yeah. I mean, we saw, saw him play well. I didn't know he would make such a qu- quite such a good adjustment to English football straight away. I mean, what, what his coolness, the first goal that he scored against Arsenal, yeah. he slotted through, it's the last two minutes, you're at the Emirates, all the rest Casually of Casually opened his body Just up. Just beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. And I mean, Swans are having a great time and, and uh, you know, we said, oh, at the start of the season, they had a couple of sloppy results, can they get going again? Well, bloody hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They're away, aren't they? Another, just to briefly go back to Arsenal, another concern for me is that um, they're in the Champions League tonight, got the final group game, and um, they're taking very, very young squad out there, almost as if to say, well, if we don't win the group, it's not that much of a problem. We've seen what happens when Arsenal don't win the group. <laughs> yeah. They get Barcelona and they yeah. get humped. That's yeah. true. That's true. And, and no got, one likes that. And they've Apart got West... Me, does quite like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> they've, got, um, they've got West Brom. Uh, well, I think the Barcelona matches kind of bring the best out of the Arsenal. To be very <laughs> in, the, like, in one leg, yes, they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, um, but they have got West Brom at the weekend who yeah. are flying high, so yeah. it's just like... Well, West Brom had a couple of bad I'd, results, but yeah, I think I'd back, oh, they have. But I'd back West Brom for that all day at the moment. Yeah, yeah I, know, I don't want to be too harsh on Arsenal, but I mean, I know I've like eight, eight form, points on them or something. Books, eight points yeah. on them, maybe yeah. fifth. Yeah, yeah. Golden Bennett. I mean, the one thing is Arsenal got a new um, sponsorship deal with Emirates, which has gone right up. So that's an extra twenty-five million a season. But is Wenger going to spend that into the bank? Well, what, exactly. One, one mm. of the things I've heard, sort of. Um, T- touted is that when Wenger first came to England he was obviously miles ahead of his time and really um, and really you know, forward thinking and everyone was like whoa blown away by it and he had a lot of success and, yeah. and, and now what's happened is people, people, just, caught people just caught up, up. Yeah. everyone's just caught up and he's got no mm. other n- new ideas and new options and stuff Yeah, I, I mean there's a lot of managers from abroad in the, in the Premier League now mm. and it, it, it's not that, just we're ruining our game we want our league back good. Yeah. <laughs> that, tw- that 25 uh, million is just going to go straight to uh, Theo Walcott's new contract just write out the cheque to Theodore <laughs> in signing it, just as he st- as he crosses the T's, <laughs> pull a hamstring, yeah, tear a thigh muscle. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, there were goals at Reading when they were at mm. home to Manchester United. There were seven of them, uh, all in the first half. All in the first thirty-four minutes. It always yeah. happens, doesn't it? It was a what, goal wrongly disallowed as well. Yeah, it could have been eight. This is mm. what you're saying, Jim. <laughs> um, uh, I felt sorry for. Uh, Raphael, the yeah. uh, Brazilian fullback, brought off after 30 minutes. Got the hook. He, he looked like he was going to cry, didn't he? He did, yeah. And I, and I thought, it's, it's a little wonder because he was getting a little bit of a roasting mm. and he'd already been booked and he could have been booked in a, a, a tackle before that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was having a torrid time. But the trouble was, though, it was about 15 minutes before the end of the half. Mm. And a lot could happen in that time. You lose a goal, he gets sent off. Mm. And mm. I th- if it was five minutes, maybe you see it out and, and Ferguson said, no, you're coming off. And it's always <laughs> so disheartening <laughs> for, for a player. And to see it, but at, least he, angry, at least he was on a yellow. I'm just though. disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at least like, it, wasn't, it wasn't just uh, a decision. Uh, to his you know propensity for that actual game he was on a yellow card so it's kind of like well you know you could have been sent off and uh, if it was just that he was absolute nonsense true 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 it's not like Di Canio bringing off the keeper you know what I mean? it's like yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah the thing was that you wonder you really fear for United because obviously their their, uh, their ambitions to win the Premier League and to and to make at least a decent dent on the latter stage of the Champions League mm. yeah. oh, they're not going to go anywhere in Europe defending like that at the back for set pieces oh, yeah. it was absolute oh, yeah. chaos you got Jason Roberts who's essentially a championship striker mm. I mean, no disrespect to him but he's a championship striker yeah. he can't score consistently in the top flight mm. he's almost 35 years old mm. he was he tore them to pieces at set pieces mm. <laughs> you know, like really basic did. stuff yeah just sort of stand by the goalkeeper yeah as if they'd never seen that before Lindegaard really didn't stamp his authority on anything no he yeah. never he never Lindegaard's older than I think he's like late 20s hmm. I he's, thought, yeah. he's older than De Gea for sure yeah he is yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he I was, was younger um, than that as did I as did I um, uh, this is an interesting one concerning uh, one of Manchester United's players Javier Hernandez uh, apparently he's loved by the uh, police force in Mexico City <laughs> 
And this is because he's not a member of a drug cartel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone with a passport, he was in, is that was in love. Um, fire shotguns in the air. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does, but they're just not over there, really. Quite frankly, um, uh, this is because there's, there's an odd dip in crime when he's playing football. According to police in Mexico City reports, um, sorry, according to police in Mexico City, um, reported incidents drop when he's uh, playing football on the television. Mm. I mean. Hernandez is largely a sub so they <laughs> yeah. are going on like 20 minute kind of periods <laughs> yeah. they know he's there's in the so sport. much crime you can actually you know you almost opt stats it <laughs> I, don't think, <laughs> no. I don't think everyone's outside beating each other up and whatnot and someone shouts he's on alright yeah. Hernandez <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's like in um, uh, is it the Philippines where yeah. Pacquiao's from the boxer yeah mm. apparently like the, 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 the sort of the, um, it's not civil war there or anything like that but there's some pretty serious situations going mm. on and when he um, fights the whole country sort of sees yeah, fire there's no. a talk of it um, to his, his his estate where, he's, where, he hold, where he sort of lives when he's in the Philippines apparently there's a 24 hour constant stream of people mm. queuing outside to get money off him and stuff is that right because he, yeah, he just gives so much money away but the, uh, you can imagine the Mexico I've got City his phone thing. number <laughs> yeah you yeah, have yeah. yeah, yeah. that's another story yeah. um, the, yeah. um, it's a queue jumper <laughs> <laughs> money <laughs> you can just imagine the, the shop owners in like Mexico City he's on he's on open the shop up yeah. he started he's yeah. starting this what's that he's injured now for six weeks ah <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> <sorry. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Back down that just also though um, it's not just the, the, the crime rates grow up but apparently the birth rates grow up go up as well alright yeah that is in they bloody love him hot diggity dog yeah. Yeah. people that, get that excited is, yeah. that is an effective rutting parts of the <laughs> <laughs> parts of the uh, population get excited parts of the population obviously get quite calm yeah. about it it's a straight I don't know how that works but yeah. that's <laughs> what the Mexican police full sound in Mexico City and you can't trust them <laughs> yeah. you can't yeah. trust them <laughs> Um, right, let's uh, come all the way back to England and still in the Premier League where Queen's Park Rangers drew one all with, with Aston Villa. Uh, Harry Redknapp's picked up a couple of points, but it was much better from QPR. Do you mm. not think? Yeah, yeah they came with, Clint, Clint Hill came within a whisper of scoring his first Premier League goal. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Off a line, Friend of the ramble, Clint yeah. Hill. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, but they, they looked much more up for it. The ground was buzzing a bit more. I mean, I know a new manager they, can, can they sometimes did, do that. They did, but I really felt that they needed to win that. Yeah. To, get the, to get the momentum going got to get that way there's always next week exactly um, but when you get to May and you're saying that no no, 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 no. I think we had the average of, you got to have 1.3 points a match. That must have gone up by now. 1.6. Yeah. But I, I do, <laughs> yeah, I do think they've got a chance because they, they're going to do some business in January. He'll, he'll <laughs> definitely. They're doing yeah. business now. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly, Redknapp will <laughs> rebalance the squad though, and then, and yeah. and and, and, for, and he is, I mean, for all his faults, he's probably oh, the yeah. best man for this job. Absolutely. And I still, th- I think they've got a reasonable chance of staying up. I really do. Mm. Really. I, think I do actually only, yeah I do yeah I think it's a huge the last job. team that were in a, as dire a situation as this was Swindon uh, yeah I no I, I read that yeah. possibly the inaugural season of the yeah. Premier League and they went down but I, I, I happen to think that the, the bottom half of the, pre- the bottom half of the Premier League is a lot closer now mm. you know you've got you've got uh, you know the bottom five or six teams there's not, I don't think there's that much between them I think QPR have been unlucky and but they need as you said they yeah. needed to win that match they I'd, need I'd, to yeah. win matches like that and you know slightly better Soon. opposition yeah. I think the other way of looking at it is there's 7 points off uh, safety and there's about you know, there's loads of points they have to play for there's like 60 points they have to play for or something. Mm. so you know they've got plenty, plenty one of, of the strange <coughs> things about it is well, we've touched on some of the sort of you know their older players like Cissé and Sean Wright Phillips saying you know they look, that looks a good team on paper but are these players past it looking as well at players like Junior Hoylet who's just been really ineffective it's, you know he's yeah. He's, he's still young he's from, excellent at Blackburn in a, in a struggling team it's listen from what I've heard it, it just Hughes was an absolute disaster a disaster mm. you know no hardly any relationship with some of the players you know when, you know, it was, it was just a nightmare for start to finish and, and I, I, whilst I can see that some of those players probably are a bit overrated and when, and when you get into that position you often find I'm just speaking as a fan if your team gets in that position and you go and watch them every week you do tend to find out who the characters are and who aren't who disappears and who, who steps mm. up to the plate and players um like, like you've mentioned obviously haven't been stepping up to the plate and, but then they've got Redknapp in now who will instill a lot of confidence in them it, it does upset me that Sean Wright Phillips is regarded as being over the hill so oh, God, yeah, we're man. getting old aren't we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. how old's uh, your shoulder now he must be in his 30s 31 yeah, 31, God, 30 still a prospect, I love how people think Sean Wright Phillips is young just because he's small like Gary Coleman yeah, Ian Wright <laughs> 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 the perfect Warwick Davis yeah, he's the Gary Coleman <laughs> of football yeah. 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 But, like, yeah, but he's Ian Wright's kid so it's kind of like oh. oh there's that as well I guess so yeah and Bradley they need a, a youthful uh, player like Jody Morris to come in that's like, right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's true though you think Zola could still do a job yeah, yeah exactly yeah. he can't be that old <laughs> yeah, that's true Very how big he's not um, <laughs> yeah no I mean talking about QPR Villa are right down there as well they are struggling mm-hmm. it's not quite working under Lambert 
No, it's, it's a funny one with Villa. Um, but uh, they, they go through these periods, don't they? They do. They've got a very young side, and I very think that young. is and that a little bit too young. And you know, where would they be without Ben Teke's goals? Though you, you got to look at they that. Possibly have Darren Bent. <laughs> Weirdly, <laughs> like that's yeah. the. Ben I suppose Tekken. so, yeah. But ever, but ever good players about Ben not playing, but he's not performed for, for quite a few matches. And now. he's had injury he problems. Plan, as well. so yeah, he's, he's constantly injured. He's not, he's not um, happy at all. And just and Ben Teke looks like a bloody beast for crying out loud. Who would you rather face? Yeah. Like Darren Bent in the form that he's in, or <coughs> Ben Teke? You can hardly say that they're not scoring goals in their centre four because he's the only one who really is. But mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're they're not doing too badly. But like you say, they're they're inexperienced. They've got a young side. Um, so I mean, they'll probably be. I'll probably not get relegated. I don't think they'll go down. They'll probably no. not get relegated. Yeah. And that's all they want. A job well done. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that girl from X Factor can do one of those songs again. Because um, did you see Sunderland uh, on? Bloody <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grant Holt had um, Rose in his pocket, like you won't believe. I'm like, how many years has he got on him? <laughs> yeah, he's twice the size of him. <laughs> yeah, experience, ridiculous. Though. Before we move to the championship, do we want to talk about West Brom's Liam Ridgewell um, wiping his backside with a water twenty pound notes? I think we already are, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by, by I like the way that, I like the way the statement release said it was taking the privacy of his own home. That's the minimum I expect. Yeah. <laughs> you should not be doing that in public. <laughs> it was <laughs> at a wake. Yeah. <laughs> it was taken eight months ago. Oh, as well. yeah. that was when money yeah. wasn't worth it. No, that's right. Yeah. So. Before the crash, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was to wind up a mate who he just wanted a personal bet it, with. It was in 1930 Germany during the time of hyperinflation. Worth about ten p. It was in Argentina. That was literally all the president handed it to me. Yeah, to everybody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> the, the barrels are worth more than the money. It yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right. S- similar joke. <laughs> Good. Uh, we're all done. I think um, I got the points there. Uh, championship. Uh, where Cardiff got the points in the game against Sheffield Wednesday. They remain top with 41 points. Is this going to be the <laughs> no? Year? It's never, never. going to be the year. No. Never. Okay. Stop trying so hard, Cardiff. Until you're wasting everybody's time. Come on, Malky. You're not fooling anyone. <laughs> The, the Redbirds The Redbirds yeah. Weird that isn't it It's yeah. still weird Seeing them playing in it's red statistically weird. luckier So you get over it yeah. <laughs> But wouldn't it be funny though If they brought that in And they go up And they'd yeah, be like yeah. Where are you see Yeah Hilarious <laughs> uh, Crystal Palace though They beat Brighton Ian Holloway's men Right behind Cardiff mm, On 40 points that was, the, that was the big one The dar- big derby it is, It's a funny derby That one isn't it It wasn't very funny for Brighton It never is Big Dunco got sent off After about two minutes Didn't they <laughs> Absolutely appalling Piece of play as well <laughs> Really, regulation pass comes to him. He miscontrols it. The striker dips in. He just brutally chops him down. He knows what he's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love the championship because you do get those kind of Sunday league moments, but you do get some real quality mm. as well. Well, Balassi was absolutely superb. It was a handful, wasn't yeah. Lost it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you see Kushak give away again a regulation penalty <laughs> when yeah. absolutely spare. Do you see what I mean? It was one, if I was the referee, I'd have gone. What are you moaning about? Yeah. You just pulled him down. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> Get on your line and try and save it. Oh dear, oh dear. And I'll tell you, Glenn Murray was really good as well. He's having mm. a good season. Glenn well, he played for Brian, didn't he? He so did, yeah. A, a, mm. Another feisty point in that baffling derby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leicester City beat Derby. Uh, talking of derbies, four-one. Uh, uh, the Nuge got two. Leicester are up to third on on thirty-six points. Yeah, and uh, Nugent and Waghorn were with the stand-up players. Oh, I, well, Nugent, Anthony, Nugent, uh, Anthony Knockout as well, who later got arrested. Did he? What yeah. for? Um, Over celebrating. I'm not re- even sure. <laughs> Something in a bar somewhere. Taking his shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Nuge scored two off the bench. He did. Well, yeah, be nice second was it, an it, absolute beauty. It'd be nice to see the Nuge back in the Premier League. Well, I will, I will say one thing for the Nuge. I, th- I, th- I think that if he if he was to go, I mean, he's clearly happy at Leicester, which is not he's not been happy at a club for a while. He's not going to Portsmouth. No, I'm not saying that. I, I, what I would say though is if he goes up um, into the Premier League with Leicester, it'll be the first time in his career. And get, don't forget, I mean, you know, people joke about him and stuff. He was really highly rated he was yeah no I rate him but he was really highly rated back in the day and mm. if he goes into the Premier League at a club he's happy at yeah. um, I reckon he could do some damage I, ge- I genuinely do because if you look at the, some of the goals he scored this season a few of them have been really genuine quality well, I remember you know. a couple of the ones he scored in the Premier League they were yeah. decent you know. yeah, so but you're right he does, he does strike you very much as a confidence type yeah. player yeah. well he's got the more experience now though you know, and he comes across as a nice guy maybe that's it yeah maybe maybe the nice guys but, I mean, need you, the, uh, you look at how, I mean, he's quite a small player and you see the way he rose for that first header it was a beautiful oh, beautiful do, finish yeah. as well um and I, I think him and, and, and uh, Glenn Murray and uh, Charlie Austin, who I've seen play a few times actually, um, he scored goals at every level. It'll be interesting to see what he can do at them in the Premier League. Mm. He's, he's just rattling them in every week at the moment. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll go up then. Yeah, well, who knows? Uh, but Millwall, uh, it's worth mentioning them. They, they drew 0 0 with Charlton. 13 games unbeaten. The last time they lost was on the 22nd of September. They're up in 7th. Yeah, I saw them against Leeds. They were decent, actually. They were. Good win. Yeah. Um, Leeds were unlucky as my man sent off. But I tell you, he was an absolute monster, Danny Shittu. Oh, yeah. Mm. Good God. <laughs> 
Chim Chimney Chim Chim Chiru. Who needs Sol Campbell when you've got Shitty? There you go. That's what they used to sing. <laughs> but it can't His surname's be... almost a dare, isn't it? Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> and you can't be, if you're a striker, you can't be done for diving if Danny Shitty makes you fall over just by looking at you. <laughs> That's what I would say, because he is terrified. Yeah, yeah, he's an absolute brute. Yeah. But apparently, my friend, a friend of mine was at the Millwall Charlton game, so he reported an absolute stinker. Is that Neil, right? Neil, ball draw. He said the mm. highlight of the game was seeing a couple of Millwall fans having a fight. Mm. That's so, the highlight. Have something. Yeah, that's, a, that's a guarantee. Um, now there was an FA Cup fixture with um, two teams with uh, interesting uh, histories. Um, very brief. MK Dons two, AFC Wimbledon one. Mm. I think we should just call them Milton Keynes. Really, mm. I think we should call them Dons. No, no, I don't like that. Do you know? Well, you know, we don't have that choice, do they? No, that's do we? And was it a shame? The controversy. I think everybody yeah, wanted. I think, I think everyone in yeah. the world, <laughs> but the mid- even MK, even the MK. I wanted Dons. I wanted Wimbledon to win, but I have to concede that probably Milton Keynes were probably the better team on balance. Yeah. The, the winner Two was great a beauty. goals. Oh, the winner was a beauty, wasn't it? Yeah. So nonchalant. I read something on one of the comment sections on a, on the Guardian's match report about this. I was completely, yeah, I was completely unaware of, which was that I think Sam Haman and Ron Nodes bought Milton Keynes Football Club as they were um, ages and ages ago with the, like, oh they with, did yeah with, with the, you know, yeah. the idea of perhaps moving That's women right. in there and that never happened so they just sort of let them die yeah. so you know Milton Keynes has a grudge as well mm. like, okay. against women <laughs> yeah, to start uh, with this uh, is, isn't as straightforward as no it was in the pipeline for a long time that Mm. Um, and I like the uh, chance from the Wimbledon fans where were you when we were us it's <laughs> <laughs> a great chance. Oh, that's nice <laughs> that is a weird one isn't it you've got to yeah. wonder where the Milton Keynes fans come from but because you know Milton Keynes FC would have you know had about what, what nine fans they were a very very small club yeah, that's true and all nine of them are about to email you in yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't the only cup that was being contested at the weekend the Scottish Cup fourth round there. they're cracking on over there yeah. um, Hibs, how's that been so far Marcus Hibs, Hibs, Hibs beat Hearts 1-0 Oh, it's a shame they've, they've kicked them on the down. Um, <laughs> uh, Hart said this week that they have settled a four hundred and fifty thousand pound tax bill. Yeah, um, so um, yeah. at the end it's of the day, goal. Well, and Hibs now can't beat Hearts in the final, which is what Hearts did to them. Yeah. Um, so Hearts so, still win. So exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you went ages for that fixture, you then two come out at once. Um, what, what, what was the what was the um, what was the general feeling on on the Gorgie Road? I didn't even make a call. No, I, 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 they don't need to hear me. No, my English accent. Unless it's unless it's with four hundred fifty thousand in your pocket, that'll push him over the top. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Celtic um, yeah. drew uh, again at home to our broth one all. Neil Dennon's gone a bit gone a bit um, do lally. Saying if they want me to go, I'll go. He's yeah, like, we're talking about the last week. for a while. A week after they, and they keep Barcelona. saying they want him to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> go on then. All right, well I will then. We'll go on then. Yeah. I just see him in a forest. Like with our survival gear on going I'll take you all <laughs> not in that accent I keep on doing a Scottish accent Roy Keane just behind him <laughs> I thought of Roy Keane as well yeah. yeah true um, St Mirren beat Brecon 2-0 I'm glad that, that Brecon ra- because Brecon put Bonnie Rig Rose out in the previous the round heinous footballing crime <laughs> So, that, some repute. so they've been dealt with yeah. by, the, on that man. by yeah. the buddies uh, St Mirren <laughs> excellent stuff Rangers beat Elgin 3-0 um, the highlight of that game was the dancing Elgin fan who um, one or two people suggested looks like me I, if I were you I'd just do that link again and say um, the Elgin fan that was me <laughs> <laughs> me the Elgin fan or the highlight of, of that game being me in the stands Elgin. Marcus Bella had lost his Elgin marbles <laughs> <laughs> nice. excellent that's Peter. better than mine I was just going to say on a yeah. drug yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was having the best time and I think on a lot of the YouTube comments I don't want to besmirch her but uh, apparently it said she was my school teacher and then a couple of more people went yeah she was my school teacher as well oh brilliant I like wow. the fact that the, 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 the sort of thing I got from it was that the fact that the game was happening was just incidental she'd have been there anyway oh, yeah. she, was on, she was on full gun wasn't she oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, lovely old job uh, Elgin's the only place where I've watched the film Titanic there you go mm-hmm. Should we go to Spain? Yeah. <laughs> it's a great idea and Leave you here <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Right then Let's go to the league Where Real Madrid Ah oh, they beat Atletico Madrid 2-0 We really thought This was the time yeah. The thing I love about it Is Madrid In winning Have just helped Barcelona Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Can't win yeah. <laughs> That's an excellent point um, uh, It's been 13 years Or something Since um, Atletico Madrid Beat Real Madrid uh, in the league or at the Bernabeu? Well, basically, Mourinho should have never poked Tito Villanova in the eye mm. after that Clasico because it's just sent him mental yeah. on revenge. Well, and it's a despicable <laughs> thing to oh, do. Oh, yeah, well, he said that anyway. Yeah. And it, man, it might not have influenced Andy Carroll to do the same thing <laughs> to that uh, photographer. <laughs> that poor, poor paparazzi. Yeah. Hell hath no fury like a Villanova like, scorned. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, Mourinho. There's big, big, big reports in Spain um, with very few big quotes um, <laughs> uh, that uh, Mourinho will not be in charge uh, for next season. The only quotes are from Jose saying that's bollocks, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. but it's made. Let's ignore that. It's made all the websites, Jim. <laughs> um, all, of them. all the websites have made it <laughs> yeah. from Bleacher Report to Bleacher Report. <laughs> <laughs> to Real pr- high quality stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on the footballround.com at the moment, but I'll get on that for tomorrow. Have you could? Yeah, Bloody yeah. hell. Sorry, I've I thought we were into breaking news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's definitely true. Um, yeah, Mourinho said in that um, ITV4 programme the other the other night, he said, um, you know, I hope I can win the Champions League with an English club again. Mm. Basically, what, what seems to have happened is there was a uh, documentary on ITV4 about Mourinho. There was. Which I watched and it was actually quite enjoyable. It was, wasn't it? Uh, some good talking heads, some good people. He's well, so very, very handsome when he was young. I mean, he's still handsome now, yeah. but. In and a good kind to see of a, Sir Bob in there. Very good to see yeah. Sir Bob. Um, staying on the handsome thing, it, when he was younger, I, like, could have formed a Wham tribute. Yeah, he looks a bit like Ridgely. You he's know got what I mean? Ridgely about Wh- him, Ridgely yeah. and George Michael. Yeah, well, put together. Oh, I don't want to go down there. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, um, anyways, you were saying. But I was just going to say that, and 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 towards the end, there was a for people who didn't see it, there was a, a little interview thing with uh, Alex Ferguson, and they, and the question was, could he, you know, will he be next? To, could he could he manage at United? Yeah. And Ferguson said he can manage anywhere. You know, he, he could. Um, you know, I've, I've confident he could be successful wherever he went. There's That's no true. question about that. And I'm not going to be around forever. But he wasn't really implying that Mourinho was going to go to United. Uh, and the straight away was just you know giving his approval of it. Yeah, as he yeah. does in every every time this comes up. Of course. And then this, the papers next day, Mourinho to United. Yeah. They really mm. ran with it. Ferguson didn't comment on the Eric Cantona quote no. when he said <laughs> <that> disrespectful. <laughs> Cantona's done more for United than Jose Mourinho ever has. Because <laughs> Alex Ferguson's worried. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking at that thinking, oh, is he it, could top my legacy. Is he yeah. using the Jose Mourinho smokescreen? I think yeah. so. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think it's. Um, <laughs> it must be the truth. Um, uh, elsewhere in, in Spain, Barcelona beat uh, Athletic Bilbao. Uh, 5-1 Bill Bow Oh dear oh dear And Llorente's just announced He's definitely not signing A new contract mm. And he'll be off I tell you what Bill's at He just knackers teams Doesn't he Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Must do must, They must be just so tough They yeah. lost Martinez But he said that he did, um, Bill's did say If footballers were robots Then you know I'd, I'd be top of the league Or something like that Because he just He just he just hammers them So well, much the, uh, the pressing games And all that They're making their own decisions And making their own decisions Basically hampers Well no, I think I think fitness And that kind of stuff as well Because they press so much And it's just you just can't do it so. But also When when the t- when the, uh, Bill Bausch oh, I don't know this historically I don't know enough about it But when, they, when they're struggling To me it just seems like Common sense that Because of their policy Of the players They'll have playing for them they can't just dip in the transfer market with impunity like other teams can. Because I, I read that um, Bielsa identified a couple of targets and they weren't signed. And one wasn't signed for, for one reason, one, but the other one wasn't signed because this guy wasn't uh, Basque. Right. So th- th- they refused that hand to, to get it. But they've always done okay, though. Yeah, they have always done. But what I'm saying is, if you look at if you if you if you couple that with the sort of natural inertia you're going to get after having such a, a a sort of not successful but a, a good season last season with two yeah. cup finals and stuff mm. like that, you lose your best player probably in Martinez. Yeah. Your you, your best striker who scored almost 30 goals last season has got two, I think, in all competitions this season and can't get a start for them. They can't then in January like, go and sign some players because they've got to bring players through. Or they've got to sign well, bass players. And the trouble is, if they did start signing players who weren't bass, then the fans would chant, "We want our bass players back." Yeah. Wouldn't they? Mm. So yeah. That's the last thing we want. Yeah. Um, uh, Real Betis beat Deportivo uh, 3-2 away and um, the reason why I'm talking about that it was a great goal to win it from uh, uh, Joel Campbell who's on loan from Arsenal uh, and it was a beauty yeah, as well it was an absolute yeah. just you, there, I mean it? you must be looking forward to that Jim he'll be turning that up. goal <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, he will never do that for Arsenal No Because they're not allowed to shoot from distance <laughs> they never, never get a work permit He'll have to and shoot from another country Because he can't get yeah. a work permit <laughs> That's probably what that was It was actually a very, very poor effort <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Catching the top corner Oh, the Ballon d'Or shortlist is, is out now uh, Andrew Iniesta, Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo But as if you didn't know mm. it's, I, mean, I mean, it would be four in a row for Messi But it's got to be, right? I'd love to see Iniesta get it, wouldn't you? Just oh, I really but, but Messi's the best player yeah, fair enough. Zlatan's hands of it. He said, yeah. "Come on, if it's fair, it should go to someone else." Is that if, how it works? If, <laughs> if the Ballando was a robot, <laughs> I'd win it. <laughs> uh, by someone else, I do mean me. <laughs> <laughs> get him in there. Get him in there. Right, let's get the hell out of Europe and go to Brazil. Uh, big Phil Scolari's been appointed head coach of, of Brazil. Uh, we, we thought that would happen, um, and he immediately said, "We have an obligation to win the World Cup." You can't really say anything else when you announce as Brazil manager, can no. you? <laughs> Especially when the World Cup's going to be at home. And I'll tell you what, they're, they're bringing out the big boys. Cause you imagine, Carl- uh, Marcus, like, imagine that. Press conference, Big Scolari's uh, uh, unveiled. He's already won it. What do you think of the World Cup, Big Phil? Quarterfinal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over for a quarterfinal. Would you be happy with Anything last Anything past, that's a dream. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Right, that's right, <laughs> see on the draw. 
<laughs> as long as we're on a podium, yeah, yeah. Um, as long as we're amongst the medals, yeah. that's absolutely fine. Um, yeah, they're bringing out the big boys, uh, big Phil Scolari and Carlos Alberto Pereira has been appointed as team director. I quite like what you said. It's an honour to take part in my fifth World Cup. That's not something everyone can achieve. No, <laughs> all right. Take <laughs> <laughs> that humanity. Yeah. And humility. <laughs> yeah, take that uncapped. What's Romario been saying? He's been piping up. Romario, sure. he's he's pleased. He's really pleased <laughs> that that um, that Menezes has gone. He said, "Thank God these incompetents at the CBF hit at least once." Hmm. <laughs> Brain cells together, I'd imagine. Um, I'm sure that the wrong things that happened under Menezes will cease to happen. Well, he's not in the job anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, they will summon the best players at the moment. <laughs> I reckon he wrote that that you thrown that interview from outside when there's a house where he was just sticking his fingers up at him. I, I think he gets his past and future and present tenses all mixed <laughs> up there. Um, How long do we give it before he turns on Big Phil? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, if they don't win that friendly against England, they've got. I was going to say, I'd say the half time. Yeah, they're going to the win. Time. They're going to win that yeah. friendly. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's absolutely true. I couldn't be more sure of anything in my life. <laughs> well, um, Brazil are trying to get England um, involved in another friendly of sorts. The mayor of Belo Horizonte. They, they really need a confidence boost in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we play you? And then can we play you again? Yeah. Can we play you? Big Phil's unveiled the, uh, the friendly schedule at his press conference. England at home. England at home. England at home. England at home. England B at home. Yeah. World Cup final against Argentina, excluding European players. <laughs> Romario on top. I'll have a few. I'll, I'll yeah. bag a few more. Yeah. Well, actually, it's not an England versus Brazil friendly that okay. the mayor of Belo Horizonte is, is trying to organise he, he's invited um, England and the United States uh, stage yeah. <laughs> the United States to stage a rematch of one of the greatest upsets in World Cup history when of course the US beat England 1-0 during the 1950 World Cup which was the last time uh, and the only time it was in Brazil um, and the mayor of uh, Belo Horizonte said I am hopeful the match can take place and although we know there are problems we have to overcome first it would be ideal if we could stage the match next year <laughs> Just because he wants to do it. I love that. It would be like, yeah, come on, come on, play in um, Belo Horizonte. Uh, I know there's things to sort out, but it would be ideal if it could happen <laughs> next year. <laughs> the guy with the FA's like, sorry, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> the good thing being, it would be an upset if England actually won that one there. Yeah. The reverse result. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing if they went there? It would never happen. But I just love this guy's positive attitude. The players on the way, I don't know why we're doing this. Yeah. I don't know why it's happening. I like, like Phoebe just sent back a couple of their game. Do it on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's easy. A couple of yeah. key presses, it's yeah. done. There you go. Right. Um, before we go uh, to Pete's game, we, we've got to go to the MLS where LA Galaxy beat Houston Dynamo 3 1. And uh, Robbie Keane got the third from the spot. Yeah, but they, didn't, they didn't give him the penalty. They didn't give David Beckham the penalty. I thought he was off the pitch, the though. I think for the last. No, one. no, he wasn't. He was on the pitch, as I recall. Was he? Yeah, Pete's oh, got yeah. an LA Galaxy was, right squad scar, so he should. I, know. Was, I, was, I was watching it. Oh, okay. I was watching it live. Live. Well, um, I was at work. Pete got shot by that policeman when he was out there, as I yeah. remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Read that in the sun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lo- lovely ending for D Beck. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a lovely little ending. Yeah. And they had that lovely bit where um, I think um, the uh, LA Galaxy, and it was it the Home Depot Arena, um, they've got that lovely sort of like mound thing, uh, mm. that, that green sort of grassy yeah, yeah, knoll yeah. sort of thing, and they allow people for the finale, they sort of uh, allow people to get okay, on, uh, climb on there, have a little bit of a picnic. It oh, brilliant. that's nice. I really oh, like it's lovely. I really like the chant, David Beckham, like the full name. Yeah, good. Mm. The yeah. chance of mental out there. It's, a lot of them is uh, Seven Nation Army. They love that. They love oh, that yeah, Nation but Army. Europe loves that as well. Yeah. The championship. The Europe the loves Sloop John B, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to go home. I want to go home. Oh, All yeah. that in there, over and over again. Dear, oh dear. Right. See the, see the uh, Gil. Oh, I can't say that guy's name. Bigarama, who scored for. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. His uh, his chant, uh, which I hadn't heard, was um, uh, he's big. He's bad. Tioti is his dad. Gail. Lovely. I love it because they have similar hair. Pete. Hey, let's have a game from me. Let's just get my phone up. There we go. Right. Presence, please, for an advert. Good news, Ramblers. We have a betting partner. And our betting partner, William Hill, are offering to match any sporting bet from £10 to £25 when you, a listener to the Football Ramble, open a new William Hill sports account. Go to thefootballramble.com slash William Hill to find out more and claim your free bet now. Here's my game, <laughs> fella. I forgot to do the advert bit, so I did it for you. Thank you. Glad to see someone who's a professional and off his face on dinners. Um, <laughs> get ready for Challenge a Nicky Barmby. <laughs> What's that? 
Challenge, Challenge Anika, Anika. Think, yeah. yeah it's not one of his best ones I'll Challenge Anelka he's running out Challenge, Challenge Anelka is definitely much better be a dick Marcus Speller yeah. <laughs> no I won't <laughs> <laughs> you've been warned Challenge um, Anelka or Challenge Aniki Barmby Challenge Aniki Aniki Barmby alright it's his thing change it now he's unprofessional right I started my career at Mould stop Ole Gunnar Solskjaer no stop John Jensen no <clears throat> I won the Knieksen award for being brilliant stop Torre Andre Flo no that's who I was going <laughs> <laughs> I just hand went up to celebrate stop Jan Mulby no stop running through the players <laughs> stop saying players that aren't Norwegian so we've had Henning, no, stop <laughs> Henningberg I, think I was Henningberg. I was a member of the Spice Boys stop Torben Picnic Jesus Christ is it no oh <clears throat> I retired age Stop. 37 um, Stig Bjornaby Right no Right oh. You're all rubbish um, I retired <laughs> 30, I retired 37 After helping secure um, Strom's God set IF promotion To Triple A again So it's another Norwegian league So he's got to be A Norwegian player surely <laughs> Could be a curveball mm. Stop um, Steve McManaman <laughs> <laughs> I was part of the 94 and 96 World Cup squads 96 World Cup squad You 90, maniac 98 Sorry <laughs> <laughs> Sorry 94 and 98 I told you I was, really was on my face on Dan Yeah Okay uh, oh, Bollocks He's got this isn't he Come on Stop. One last clue One last clue In my home country A Leo Run is named after me A Leo Run What's a Leo Run <laughs> Running all good Stop. and that Ivan Leonardson. Ivan. You went through most of them for crying out loud. Yeah, good work. Good. I forgot about he's one of those players I completely yeah, forgot the existence of. You forget he was at Liverpool, I think, for some reason. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, think I had him as Wimbledon, Wimbledon yeah. yeah. For sure. I always he forget Attilio Lombardo as well. Because yeah. he was at Palace, which even now seems mental. <laughs> yeah. He was he was um caretaker manager at Palace for a mm. bit. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Imagine him just sitting on the bench thinking, how has this happened? <laughs> I'm like a young Jim Smith. And I look like one as well. I'm actually a Lombardo. Should we have some correspondence, Luke? Yes, this week we asked Twitter and Facebook, um, where would you like to see D-Beck, that's David Beckham, Mm. uh, go next and why? Yeah, you thought we brushed over it, didn't you, listeners? Yeah, we didn't. Bring it back. We've thrown it over to you instead. Uh I was like him kissing Um, my face. So actually, one thing I found from, from putting this question out there on the internet... Is that there are quite a few people that don't like David Beckham. I thought you were going to say his Sven follows us. No, I, I sort of thought that he won us over a little bit. I thought that he would. Um, he's won everyone over. Everyone likes yeah, him now. I, could, I know he had his problems hearts. in the past. Yeah. Anyway, so the first answer from David Sanderson was, his "I'd like fuck off." Yeah, <laughs> I'd like him to be dead. No, isn't really. It's, uh, uh, it's, but he does Brave. say he was talking about you, though. <laughs> yeah, but he does say I'd like him to be Freddie Flintoff's next opponent. Topical. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, Simon Biankowski says Newcastle because it'll be funny when they say his name do it in a Newcastle accent De- David Beckham <laughs> is that funny not that funny right? you be the judge um, Rob Keeling says that uh, he'd like to see him go to the magnificent Gorgi boys yeah well I uh, all agreed there absolutely. You, you, how would you feel about that Marcus <laughs> um, as long as he pays the club to play to play rather yeah, than if he pays their tax bill yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's he getting out of that he's <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful bit David right we pay the SPL all that stuff yeah but you pay our tax bill as well club saviour I've been league saviour yeah, yeah. he wins the hearts and minds of the maroon half of old Riki <laughs> <laughs> and I, as, I, I believe and, and I hate saying that <laughs> and I, I was about to say and a price tag hasn't been put on it but yeah. it bloody well has yeah. <laughs> award for stretch of the week is from Joe Asbridge who says I'd like to see him retire by the QE2 Move into a cabin on B deck, and then he can forever be known as D Beck on B deck. That's good. It's a stretch. That's good. That's good. I like that one. Yeah. Liam McConville speaking. I think this email should have gone directly to your email address. Marcus says I'd like him to set up a new MLS or A League franchise with Trevor Sinclair, Danny Mills, Emil Heskey, Big Soul, Michael Owen, and to be managed by the one and only Sven. Let's party <laughs> like it's two thousand and two. People, <laughs> seriously, can people stop going on about Sven? <laughs> <laughs> right. Two more. Um, someone, Anton McCafferty, rather confused, just says someone 
somewhere that would pr appreciate his sweet buns? Question mark. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Answer the question with a question. Yeah, yeah. That's rude. Uh, and Gloucester City, non-league Gloucester mm. City, tweeted us saying we wouldn't mind him coming over to us as cover because Lewis Hogg is serving a four-match suspension. <laughs> <laughs> Hoggy. Yeah. Glory. Fucking Hoggy again. Yeah, yeah. You can't be trusted. Thanks, Gloucester <laughs> City. Yeah, but more of that next week on a different topic. On a different one. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. And uh, we have a grey-haired beauty coming into the Dean mm. Windows Hall of Fame. Lewis Hogg. Lewis Hogg. Okay. No, that's a <laughs> not a balding smoothie. A grey-haired beauty. <laughs> okay, sorry. And it's Fabrizio Ravinelli. Oh. oh it's big time. Yeah. The grey eagle? I forget, to be honest. <laughs> uh, the white feather. The white feather. The white feather. feather silver, right, yeah. silver fox. All yeah. Kind of crap. Uh, definitely the white feather. Okay. Yeah. What? I, for some reason, I'm, I was sure that he was in. But well, he's not. I checked. God. <laughs> White feather. <laughs> <laughs> There's the bell. <laughs> Seconds right, out. Begin. Um, uh, he was born on uh, December the eleventh, uh, nineteen sixty-eight. Eighteen months after the summer of love. Ooh, oh, he was born in Perugia, home of the Euro Chocolate Festival, Europe's <laughs> premier chocolate festival. <laughs> <laughs> There are other chocolate you, festivals available. You look like a <laughs> man who knows where the chocolate festivals are. Thank you very much. Where do you think I was last week? <laughs> uh, he is from Peru, uh, Perugia. I think it's a Peru. Yeah. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Um, uh, one of the earlier um, marquee signings uh, in the history of the Premier League. Certainly Premier Italian. League. There weren't that many Italians, mm -hmm. right? That's very true. But he was, wasn't he? But more yeah, than that, great. more on that in a bit. Uh, he is from Perugia. He started his career there, uh, made his debut um, in his late teens, scored uh, quite a few goals for them. Perugia was struggling at the time. Um, the interesting um, recent history of that club because they kind of sort of ceased to exist and then they tried to reinvent themselves and they're down in the doldrums but um, they'd just been relegated to Serie T2 after a scandal um, and he was there for three years and got himself a move to Avellino uh, who were in Serie B at the time he didn't stay too long was soon off to Casertana uh, back down to Serie G1 uh, he impressed there got himself a move to Reggiana back up to Serie B so to make your hair turn grey while it's moving this is the reason you're right Fab Oh, I just don't know where my next <laughs> paycheck's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is, another thing, I'm really good. <laughs> yeah, he was there two years scoring goals and putting in decent performances. Um, then in 1992, when he was 24, he was signed by Juventus in Serie A. Now we can all get on board. <laughs> for, three, for three million pounds. So um, I didn't realise that about um, Ravinelli, that he went round the, the lower leagues and it wasn't until he was 24 that he got the, the, the nod from Juventus. Which is which is quite in, incredible, really, because he was um, knocking around the lows, as I say, uh, and and Juve had finished runners up to um, Milan in, in the title running, um, went in for him for three million pounds when he was uh, a league below them, which is a pretty bold move considering yeah. at the time the other forwards knocking around the league were Van Basten, Roberto Baggio, who was at Juve, uh, Carreca, Zola, Signori, Thomas Shiravi, Gianluca Viali, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For for a team who finished second, mm. who, who were really <laughs> wanting to mount um, a, a challenge on on Milan, who were great, um, but history's proved them to be correct, hasn't it? Just yeah. hasn't it? Just well, allow me. Yeah. Um, in his first full season at Ju Juventus, they finished fourth, but they won the UEFA Cup, beating Dortmund over two legs. And he was an unused sub for the final, but um, with a front two of Roberto Baggio and Gianluca Vialli. And it shows you the strength of the UEFA Cup at the time. So at the final was that Juventus side against that Dortmund side. Yeah. yeah. Andres Moller behind the front yeah. It shows you also One thing you'll, you'll, you'll also learn Is how the, the strength of, of Italian forwards Were around that time mm. as well Di Canio was on the bench as well, well, the, oh, exactly, <coughs> the amount, well he never played for Italy Di Canio no, the, the amount fine. of strikers that Italy had Who've got um, no, Genuine quality strikers <coughs> mm. who, Who've got it was a few caps You went through there as well yeah. like Signori Maggio yeah. Yeah. Zola Chiesa Casaraghi yeah. you know, Mancini a bit before that You know mm. Amazing, really. Absolutely ridiculous. Mm. But so for him to come through and shine at, at Juventus, who in the mid nineties you could make an argument with the best side in Europe. Well, not an argument; they won the bloody Champions League. Yeah. But um, they, they got to EPO. <coughs> <laughs> um, uh, so the following season, Juventus finished second, and then in ninety four ninety five season they won the league with, with Ravinelli playing his part. Got fifteen league goals. Juve also won the, the Coppa Italia that year, uh, and that was his penultimate season um, at the club. Stepping stone. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's got his eye on the prize. Damn right. <laughs> I mean, he he really became one of their biggest assets in his last two seasons. Scored fifty three goals his last two um, seasons for, for, for Juventus. Just Sunday afternoon. Yeah. You know, whatever yeah. happened to James Richardson? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Never see that guy. Yeah. yeah. We know before you email in. <laughs> um, he's doing some fine work. So Ravinelli um, scored like so many different types of goals. As well. He did. Loved the header. Yeah. He smashed one from outside the area. A lefty. Yeah. Excellent. 
decent. Um, uh, now it's so interesting to think that he'd gone through the lower leagues and he waited his turn. And even when he went to Juventus, he was again uh, maybe largely on the bench uh, earlier on in his, his uh, career there. And now he was delivering for one of the biggest sides and, and, and best teams in the world. Um, and, and it was during his final year at Juventus that he got his first call up to the national side in, in, in 1995 he didn't play that much for Italy he only 22 caps and, and 8 goals yeah, he had like a 4 year international career in total and played was he not in the squad for not World Cup 98 was overlooked in 96 I think he was in the squad for Euro 96 <laughs> he was and, in that, the was squad, yeah. and that was it but it's incredible <laughs> because we all remember Ravinelli and what a brilliant player he was. Yeah. He's so solid. But there's so much more to the career than, yeah. than, than what meets the eye. So back at Juve, they would prove that they were the best side in Europe by winning the Champions League in, in 1996. Um, they'd sold Roberto Baggio the previous summer in, in 95, so... Ravinelli had a, a bigger part to play and my goodness did he just do that uh, during that Champions League campaign he, great performances fair share of goals he, I mean he was one of those players where you'd watch the Champions League highlights which were once every two weeks back then it wasn't mm. quite as, mm. as plentiful as it was and every time Juve came on he was tormenting defences yeah. oh yeah he's, I mean I remember having a pretty good group stage in that tournament yeah. and then he scored obviously the most acute Angled goal in, in Champions League final history. You were one of those teams back then uh, that would, you know, if you were ever going to be the sort of person that loves European football, he, ah. th- they were one of those sides that would inspire that. Absolutely. You know, they were one of the absolutely just great, great European sides. And they, you know, it's a, quite a rare time in their history, really, back then because they don't have much European pedigree. They've only mm. won it twice, which for a club of that size is, right. is unusual. And that, yeah. like, you know, he was a real kind of focal point of, of one of the best teams they've ever had. Oh, Pe- people our age will sort of remember, look back and sort of remember like Juventus as being like the European force and it's kind of like oh, well, nowadays they're not quite that pretty. sure I mean I think they well, got they the had three finals didn't they yeah they did yeah, and they only won one of them though but he was in that side well Lippi Lippi took them to, to a few finals I think well they had Viali and Del Piero well they had a front Ravinelli, three yeah. against Ajax in the final of Del Piero, uh, Del Piero Viali and Ravinelli yeah. amazing that only ended one all and that, and that Ajax obviously were defending the title as well weren't they so well, they were fantastic they won on penalties um uh, yeah, Juventus yeah. did yeah um, and we mustn't forget that uh, this was the guy as well who we'd see on the European highlights and all with that famous celebration which is now so commonplace yeah. <laughs> well and not so much now because you get booked for it yeah. FIFA brought in a rule because of him yeah. <laughs> that stupid dancing one right not quite no it's uh, the chicken it is the chicken <laughs> 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 and that's not a stupid dance Jim and he passed the baton on to Kevin Nolan when he retired <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's so funny wasn't it flipping his jersey over his head and running <laughs> around like it's such a simple thing but he was like the guy yeah. Yeah. That, the w- which football team have got like the bur- sponsored by the Burger King and they've oh, got like, the like, Burger King it's tough here they print on the other side so if you actually do that you become the Burger King that's it nobody's very, done it no. <laughs> very sad isn't it? <laughs> it really but, is but that celebration is so iconic isn't it because mm. I was thinking it's so like, simple because so before simple. that I was thinking there were certain things that couldn't be commercialised and I was wrong <laughs> 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 again yeah. um, so uh, that game in the in the Champions League final against Ajax, where he was on top of the top of the Europe's, uh, was his last game for the club. He just won the European Champions League with the Juventus. Um, where would he end up next? He thought, yeah, he's thinking, "How can I top this? <laughs> I've had myself a big move here. No one will begrudge me." <laughs> and to the northeast of England, he went yeah. and Middlesbrough. Do you remember that? Do you remember yes. the, the, like, really remember the BT the cell that happened? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hat trick on his debut, to I be know. fair. To yeah. But as Jim says, you know, when it was like, oh yeah, you, Middlesbrough have signed Ravinelli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those ones. What show it? me the quotes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. Show me a that. picture of him wearing the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> next, to Brian, <laughs> next to Brian Robson. <laughs> was it, was it, oh, you have. Was it seven or eight million? Seven. Seven million. Seven mil. Um, immediately started uh, scoring goals as you say Hatcher against Liverpool on his debut and it was great to see this this, this guy who, who was uh, <laughs> so good for Juventus doing that celebration in, in England yeah. you know and that's what I mean you know when it, he was one of the, the earlier marquee signings in, in the history of the, the Premiership for my money anyway well, that's some good results that season was bro yeah. they, they were only relegated because of that three point deduction weren't they but mm. they um, we could have had that many results. It was three points, but I tell you, I'm well, no, yeah, that. I mean, they, no, because they were they were just woefully. Well, they got to two. They got to two cup finals. Yeah, and and, and they beat um, they beat Everton home and away. They beat Coventry four 0 They beat Derby six one. Yeah, they, they drew with Liverpool, Man United. I mean, they really. Sh- I mean, yes, it was a three point deduction, but they was they were better than that. Yeah, absolutely. They really and, were. And the three point deduction for people who are either too young, scarily, to remember, or, or don't just don't remember, is because they refused to fulfil a fixture against Blackburn Rovers because they said that a load of their players were injured or ill. And the FA refused them, or the Premier League, whoever it was, refused them and fined them three points. And they ended up getting relegated by two points, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
And they never got to the League Cup final and the FA Cup yeah, final. Yeah. He got 31 goals in, in, in League and Cup games that year for Borough, which is incredible. One season. And, and, and didn't he leave just after the start of the following season? He did, yeah. I mean, again, only, what, less than 18 months after winning the <laughs> Champions League, there he was in, in the old Division 1. Yeah, that's nuts. Dreams so can come true. He thought, <laughs> sod this, so he left for Marseille. Back yeah. when, back when the um, uh, Italian uh, English Cup actually still existed. Oh, the Anglo Italian. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen a few of those games. You don't remember the Anglo Italian Cup for some reason? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Marseille was runner up in the UEFA Cup and, and, and the league in '99. Scored a few goals there, but after a poor start in the year 2000, he went back to Italy with, with Lazio. And he, he wasn't that good at Lazio, was he? Yeah, I mean, he, he played a fair bit, but I mean, they won the, the, the league for only the second time in their history, and they also won the, the Coppa Italia. I don't think he scored year. many goals, though. No, but it's it's funny. And then after that, he he went to um, back to England to play for Derby County. But it's so strange how you know he goes from the lower leagues to Juventus, right the highs, and then Middlesbrough gets relegated, then mm. goes to Marseille, finishes runner-up, and you know on a far better side. Incredible, obviously. sort of. You know, and then, and then you know, yeah, yeah, but then Marseille they don't do so well. He goes to Lazio, wins the league there. Then he's yeah. back at Derby County. It's yeah. really up and down <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I mean, him looking at that pattern of his career, how's he thinking? Yeah, I got a Derby now. Yeah, That's going to end yeah. this run. Yeah. And they got relegated as well when he was I, there. From memory, I don't have the facts to hand, but from memory, he didn't score many goals for Lazio. I don't think he was a big player for them. No, in that, in that season. No, no, well. he, he wasn't. But he's, you know, I mean, don't take it away from him. You know. Yeah, I literally can't. <laughs> but, but, Looking know. at a bar graph of, of success, it's like Janino, him, Janino, him. Yeah, mm. up, down, up, down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he did. He did <laughs> Never stopped you before. <laughs> <laughs> can, we did, put, can we put Emerson in next week? Uh, <laughs> Shut up, everyone. <laughs> um, he, he did. Uh, um, hang around the uh, old English first division for a bit before uh, leaving Derby County and then went to uh, Dundee in Bonnie Scotland played a handful of games there and left uh, to go all the way back to the start uh, his beloved Perugia in uh, 2004 couldn't help them <laughs> from, from being relegated as the strug uh, the strug the club struggled on and off the field and he hung up his boots in 2005 I'm, I think I'm right in saying that he only ever started one big tournament game for Italy I and think when, so, and yeah. when you think of, um, and I think it was against Czech Republic in Euro '96, and and when you think of the, the the name and the reputation of the player, absolutely, you imagine him to have really achieved a lot more than that. Yeah, I think eight right? goals in twenty-two appearances, appearances for right. Italy. But it's decent, yeah. But it's but it's such a strange career because I, you think Ravenelli, you think Juventus, you think um, you know being brilliant for Middlesbrough as well. Mm. Um, but it, it, there's so much more. But one, one of, certainly one of the showpiece foreigners to, to grace the Premier League, I'd say. Oh, definitely. In that, definitely. In that one season, he sort of sh- he shone briefly, but but very brightly. Mm. And it, and he'll always be in our hearts and minds for that celebration. Alone, and then yeah. he comes to the team when that's what we I just remember like him and Viali's just like thinking they don't look like young men. They don't look like men <laughs> under yeah, thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Viali's one of those people like Bruce Forsyth. He was just born at like forty years old. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. He looks so odd with his curly hair. When he was young. <laughs> yeah. it doesn't suit him. That is the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen, for this week. If you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. Twitter is at footballramble, and the website is thefootballramble.com. Yes, and don't forget the football ramble Christmas drinks on the uh, Saturday, the fifteenth of December, at the King's Arms in London. Get involved. All the details online, thefootballramble.com and facebook.com forward slash footballramble. Get involved. There we go. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. See you next time, gang. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.